Hello there, welcome to Movies Are Real for the month of September 2018. I am your host, George Cruz. I am here with Ryan Lance. Ryan, how are you? What up, dog? Mm-hmm. Venom. <laughs> Venom. 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 Venom power. Oh. Carrie, Carrie, you're here. How are you, Carrie? I'm a little sick, but I am so ready. Dedicated. Discuss these films. Dedicated. You know what, sick Carrie Venom. <laughs> oh, man. Dedicated to our viewers. This is the Monthly Movies Podcast where we gather and talk about the movies of the month prior and what we're looking forward to the next month. This is the episode for September 2018. Folks, it's almost over. I realized that last week, like, oh, like, end of the year is, like, coming. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> you know? There's, there's not, I don't know, not a great year overall, I feel. In general, I In general, say. overall. Movie-wise, yeah. just the world-wise. There was some, eh, you know... There's nothing I feel passionate about, but there's stuff when that Lindsay I Lohan reckon. got beat the shit out of. Oh, that was boy. pretty funny. All right. <laughs> Best surprise of 2018. Worst. <laughs> that Lindsay Lohan Instagram live. Oh, yikes. Oh, anyways. Structure. But this isn't our Lindsay Lohan podcast. This is our monthly movie podcast. That's the one where we discuss. Uh, All I the know... updates on Lindsay Lohan. We had the what episode at 2004. Remember that? I was going to mention that movie where she's a stripper and she has like a ghost. What about when she was in Herbie Fully Loaded? Uh, that was her, right? Yes. I've not seen that. Or movie. she was. Did she? Never mind. We're she getting. She played this. twins in two different movies. The one when she was a kid, and one was like scary, Parent right? Trap. Yeah. Fucking. Who cares? Oh, excuse you. That movie's iconic. Who's in any movie? No. Venom of iconic. I haven't seen it, so I can't comment. But, but yeah. Probably. <laughs> You see that tongue? Mm. I mean, no. <laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> Anyways, our list here is per- we're starting out very heavy loaded. It's just gonna go downhill from here. It's like Woo! it's a landslide, folks. <laughs> so, Mandy, we talked about it last uh, episode. How much we're excited for this is the Thanos Cosmato. How you pronounce Thanos this? Cosmatos? Phantos Cosmatos. Phantos Cosmatos. We've pronounced it differently Pan-nos. every time. Like Phampy. <laughs> P-A-N. Like the, pan- like the Pokemon. Like Panos. Yeah. Uh-huh. No Director <laughs> of, oh my God, Behind Beyond the Black Rainbow. Beyond the Black Rainbow. Or something like Starring Nicolas Cage. A lot of hype because this oh, seems like yeah. such a extremely out there role for Nicolas Cage and the movie itself. Um, so yeah, I don't... Did we just... Is there really much... Because the, the story, I feel like, like letting folks know what's it about, I don't know if it does much for you. Uh, I think the best way to sell it, I feel like it's a really abstract and it's a really abstract movie that's really visually striking and it's also a role that Nicolas Cage just completely owns mm-hmm. uh, and it really feels like it's kind of built around for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Carrie, do you want to guess explain the setup for it? Because like, I forgot a little bit of it because it's been a minute. Uh, basically, it's these... This couple, played by Nicolas Cage and Andrea Risenborg, Rosenborg, uh, and they live in this kind of woodland utopia, the two of them, and they're pretty isolated, and uh, Mandy, it, Mandy is walking down the street, and a van full of cult members passes her. Right. And Do we have a time frame for this? The le- Probably like a week or something. No, I mean like uh like is it current day or Oh, I think it's supposed to be present oh, okay. day. Oh, yeah. okay. And uh 
Because I think maybe or maybe not. Well, just because actually. like well, I think it, it might feels be very 80s. like eighties. Yeah. yeah, and I think mostly because like especially no, like yeah, some of the, that's, the that's visual right. stuff and feels very like inspired the by the eighties and like yeah. the kind of like. I don't know. They live out in the middle of nowhere, so it's hard to like really well. It, understand. it was that in the fact that well, like, and you, the, the, all the TV that they were watching and stuff. right, and like you're about to say, that she a cult leader sort of mm-hmm. picks her out to sort of be. I'm gonna say a victim, but uh, he like uh, he sees her as some sort of 1983. Is when okay, this takes place. Uh, he sees her as some sort of uh special being incarnate yeah. for his cult and his agenda. And that's why I mentioned it, like, what time frame, because, like, I think of cults, I think of around 70s, 60s, 80s. That's a big time frame, but mm-hmm. somewhere that, around that's there. That's really where cults were at, the, <laughs> at, at the, Those 30 years right those there. Those iconic cults. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yes, he sort yeah, of sees so her he, as a... He uh, decides that he needs her, and he sends these... Uh, mutated drug demon things. They are they were human at one point, but he sends them to like pick up Mandy and capture her. And then when she doesn't behave the way he wants, she ends up getting 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 bit. <laughs> she, yeah, she, she bites it, and so then it. The rest of the movie follows Nicolas Cage, kind of going off the walls, dealing with that grief and hunting revenge and so you laid that story out and i think that's why i had issues sort of laying this movie out and like doing it justice because i think the setup for it just sounds like any b-grade nicholas cage movie yeah that it I just d- sounds like a standard this is bangkok movie. dangerous fucking yeah. yeah uh but it's the way it is shot it is the it is the color of it it is the the performances of it it is mm-hmm. the sound design the sound design for me it is got me into it yeah it is the specific creative decisions made that make this thing stand out so much, um, and so yeah, I, I don't. It's not really the narrative. Like you mentioned like these sort of like demon hell minions. Yeah, they were very uh, Cenobite inspired. Yeah, and like the way you just describe it, I think like, if, for our listeners like has no context for what this movie looks like. It's just like, wait, what are you talking about? This movie <laughs> takes place in like reality. It's like, uh, kind of. It takes place in a reality where, like... Yeah, they, like... It's a reality where Nicolas Cage is fucking thriving. (laughs) They're not... Yeah, because there's, like, some weird fantasy elements. Right. Because she always is reading those books and talking about warlocks and stuff, and they have to fucking summon those guys yeah. with the fucking ocarina out in the middle of the forest in the middle of the night. It's like, what the But the movie starts off... Like, just normal. And then there's not a certain point where, like, the switch flips dramatically. Like, it just kind of happens. I'd say that there is, it, like, goes up to, like, very, like, weird, like, visual kind of madness. And then, like, there is the switch after, like, she's gone. I think there's a distinct switch. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the I think it's, like, it starts as, like, a dimmer switch, but then it's, like, just cranking it all the way up. You know what I'm saying? I think it's the moment where he has the breakdown in the bathroom where he's drinking all the vodka oh, yeah, and sure. losing his mind, which uh, I thought was pretty powerful because it's a funny Nicolas Cage breakdown scene, but when you like watch it, it's actually very powerful and emotional, and he's like that's his way of like because he's been up until that point in the film, he's been like 
almost silent and the, like he yeah he's really toned down he's, Nicholas Cage. yeah he's very chill and doesn't not a man of many words and so then once once the one thing that mattered to him is gone he just fucking loses his mind and i think i also think that once the the title card of mandy pops up like one hour into the movie yeah, it's like great. okay now the movie's right, starting starts, yeah <laughs> I saw that coming too. I felt like I was gonna. So this is gonna. This funny. movie's gonna do it. I I felt that shift right like a little bit before that. You're gonna think I'm like joking, but like I'm honest about this. like when you when he looks at the TV and Cheddar Goblin's on the TV. Oh my God. Cheddar, Cheddar Goblin is the the signal of things are going because wrong. like even like the like kind of like there's a little bit of like horror aspects like what happens before that thing happens, but it feels very like actual torture and not like the craziness that comes yeah. later yeah. like he looks at the tv and this crazy fucking cheddar goblin <laughs> commercials played and then he goes into the bathroom and has his meltdown like that really is like zero to 50 no you're totally right it has this like weird like gag of like this nonsense weird commercial after like yeah, he it's like an just witnessed like commercial. the worst thing anyone it's, could possibly it's have very gone purposely through. jarring and it kind of gives you permission to laugh at the movie i feel like because like this horrible emotional scene of him like grieving his wife and he just walks in and he like finds, bleh, her, finds, bleh. He finds her shirt on the ground and he's like clutching it to him and then the TV cuts to commercial and it's this fucking puppet vomiting copious amounts of macaroni on screaming chill. And then it just cuts to him and he's just like staring like, <laughs> And then he just really quietly to himself says, Cheddar Goblin. <laughs> but yeah, you got a point there, Ryan. I didn't even think about it because... I guess that maybe might be the switch because the violence before that before that moment is treated very serious and like yeah, really I mean, like, dire. The demons are there. Yeah, and like, that's weird. But like they don't do anything that's particularly like out there in those scenes. It just feels like horrible torture. Yeah, and the violence we see later on is incredibly like oh. It, it, oh. it's bad. But at that point, we have the context like okay, now we're going to like sort of have a little bit of fun with this. Yeah. Um. I think they really wanted to like set in like okay like here's we how much need, this person We need person to like have character. a massive tonal shift. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then do another massive tonal <laughs> shift. Um, yeah. but yeah, I guess now that we're sort of like laid with this movie out is I wanted to touch on do we th- like do we think this movie is overindulgent or I already know how I feel. I think a lot of us here feel like it hits the tone just right, but I just want to have that conversation. Is it too overindulgent, or does it hit that Nicolas Cage just, like, bonkers fucking buck wild doing cocaine? Just, yeah. <laughs> it, it really depends on, like, the person. Because, yeah. like, you could, Because like, there are moments for me that didn't you could work. Be, you could be hot for, like, either, like, either of the tones. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I, like... I could see like the early stuff that's all very slow and just mm-hmm. kind of hypnotic, hippie kind of shit, you know. Like that's cool to me, uh, but I could see a lot of people just being like, "Oh, get on with it, <laughs> the stop staring at each other so and then, goddamn long." And then there's obviously uh, people who like when it goes to like Mandy, when it's like crazy buck wild, uh, I spit on your grave kind of revenge awfulness. It's like this is too much. <laughs> so like it's hard. You have to like. It's really up to the person. I mean, I dug both parts of it. I felt like that kind of like slow like build to it. Well, it's like it's a slow build and then like off the cliff really. Yeah. 
And like I like that a lot, but I could see other people being being like not hot the on it. The first hour, or being like I like the second half, but yeah. not the first half. Yeah. The first hour gets a little long, but I feel like it's purposeful just to make the second uh, half it wouldn't more work. It extreme. Wouldn't work. But I gotta say, I watched that movie twice in theaters, and that scene where it's Mandy and the cult leader looking at each other, and their faces are oh, like morphing yeah. together. That's awesome. I, it's cool, but I still have no idea what he said during the scene. I just kept spacing off because he was just talking about his philosophy as a cult I leader. Think and I think I. Like, uh. that's a thing like a lot of like cult movies where like it doesn't really matter what the dude's philosophy is because it all like goes back to his own like yeah it just goes back to the guy with god po- god complex yeah so like i never like whenever i see a movie about cults or a cult leader it's never like oh what's this maybe this guy's got a fucking point mm. so i was like no this guy's crazy he's just monologuing because he loves to hear himself talk yeah that's for me personally i usually don't deal well with cult movies but that's worked for me fine i think because he gets his comeuppance yeah um, that's true and I think that's why that first that first hour just really was like really fucked up for me personally. And I was like, this is, uh. um, but yeah, I think I asked that question also because I think moments for it just feel a little too a little bit too self indulgent to me for me. Um, like, I don't know, it just felt like pan moments just felt like pandering. It didn't work for me. Yeah. I think the big what, is, metal is that, fucking is that, is that more in like the first or the second? That's half? That's the second half. half. Okay. Uh, when, when they're like, now we have Nicolas Cage and he can just cheese, we got full cheese cage. at yeah, this exactly. camera and everyone's going to lose their shit. And I did. <laughs> like, it's fun. But I think when I'm walking into this movie, I was just really hoping that uh, I, I, that stuff would be a little bit more subtle. Uh, like, it's just fucking Nicolas Cage grinning to the camera, covered in fucking blood, doing cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, to be fair, that's the last scene. Yeah, sure. Uh, and like he's got, he fucking forges his own fucking metal. What, what, oh, what, what was, was it so a scythe? Some weird. Awesome. That was crazy. <laughs> a big scythe with a big knife on the yeah. end. Of the I want revenge, it. but I wanted to be fucking fuck. metal. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh, know. Man. And he's fucking wearing his fucking aviators while he's doing it too. Damn. I wish I you loved what, revenge guys? so much that this I would make my own weapon. Bangs. I love this movie. This movie fucks. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm just like not. I, again, think I might like, be just sticking the mud again. But, like but that's it, fine. I feel it really is like the person. Yeah. And I'm not gonna like shit on someone's no. thoughts of like <clears throat> one way or another because this is a, this is like I would a divisive ugh, kind of film. You know what I mean? Uh, I got yeah. like choked to death halfway through. Yeah, you did. <laughs> You're not, what if you just started vomiting macaroni? <laughs> like, oh that's, the other, that's the other thing. I didn't love the cheddar gum. Oh, okay, you can actually leave. Now, that's across the line. Carrie and her cheddar goblin hat, which is on George's table. New favorite thing. I love him so much. It's so funny. But but yeah, I don't know. He's a little too gross. Excuse you. It's just mac and (laughs) cheese. What the fuck? It's got 60% more cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Are you about to say that's too much cheese? That is too much cheese. If I want to eat a block of fucking cheese, I'll eat a block of. I would also like to say I ordered the the merch pack that they were selling to go with this movie because you couldn't just buy the hat. You had to buy this like party pack. Yeah. And it came with a bunch of stuff and it came with a box of Cheddar Goblin macaroni. And it's very clearly just a box of Kraft mac and cheese that they printed yeah. the label off and taped on the outside. And it's fucking hilarious. Did you at least, you, please tell me you preserved the box and like. Oh, the, yeah, no. Okay, I'm not good. Eat it. Okay. But, uh,. 
But yeah, I definitely see what you're saying, George, <clears throat> about it being possibly too indulgent on the Nicolas Cage front. But as someone who still finds Nicolas Cage just as hilarious, That's fair. it's just very funny. And the also the environment that I was watching it in, I told Brian about this a little bit, because uh, I saw it at like a one day early screening and it was packed and everyone there was super fucking jazzed about Nicolas Cage. And they that during the montage that they played of all the like Nicolas Cage moments before the movie started, everyone was just like dying, laughing, and cheering. And so there was just a ton of interaction with the movie once it was happening. Like the scene where he like breaks that guy's neck and turns around and is like at the camera. Everyone like applauded and cheered and it was fucking incredible. Gotcha. So there was just really good energy in the theater when I was watching it for the first time. So that probably helped me think of it more fondly yeah even when i saw it with you carrie the second time the theater was only like half full but like when it like did that switch people were losing their minds and <laughs> yeah. it was it really like helped the energy mm-hmm. uh and i'm someone who like i'm not a nicholas cage kind of person like i've seen quite a few of like his his good movies and i'm just like this guy is, just has a mental problem. We, we need to, like, stop having him do cocaine. <laughs> or have bad. him do more cocaine. You see, that's the thing. Off a big piece that's, of glass from that's the, the thing. Table. This still, like, took that craziness to, like, a level where I'm like, you know what? I'm on board this one time. He did that extra line of cocaine that really sold his performance. <laughs> part where he's beating that guy up. He's like, you ripped my shirt. You ripped my shirt. <laughs> This movie's hilarious. Which is like he just just eats that, just takes his head, just dips it up that gray In goo. The fucking goop that turns guys like, into demons. And he's like, mm, this will be good. <laughs> oh, Man, this movie's crazy. Movie. It's already like on demand, right? Know, yeah, yeah, it's coming out. I'm gonna rewatch it again just to see how I feel yeah. about it soon. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it just, I don't know. It just didn't speak to me as much as I wish it did, but that's fine. I feel like if you're a Cage fanatic, then, like, you're gonna... Like, I like Nicolas Cage, but I think I find a lot of the memedom a little bit corny. Yeah, but... same here. Whoa, Carrie, come on. Fuck <laughs> uh... He's a god! <laughs> like, I like, like, I like him a lot, and I think, like, a lot of, like, again, like, I think, I still think the, the fucking Wicker Man is fucking great. Like, him in a bear suit punching people, Ooh. that's still good. But I think, like, the stuff of, like, replacing his face with other shit, like, um, all that stuff is corny to me. Yeah, see? And then, okay, that's fine. So oh, just... no, I thought you were talking shit on Face Off. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> not the, yeah, the just memes or whatever. Face but... off. <laughs> I want to take his face off. His face off uh, yeah that's a fucking no yeah classic. that's fine that's fine but like i think yeah the sort of culture that like, it just like it, it gets too close it's very easy it gets to close yes like, funny nicholas cage it gets like Here deadpool humor close to me yeah almost. yeah that's fair um and but i, I still think it's it, it, it is good i hope i feel strongly about it uh the second time um but yeah is there anything else to say about mandy i like i, I said this is the highlight of the fucking month for us yeah uh, um I'm glad. I, like, I will say I'm glad it lived up for everyone else because yes. like, there was a lot of hype for this one. So I'm glad it lived up. Um, yeah. Now, Carrie, I'm very. I I still am gonna see this with you, Carrie. <laughs> oh, I have. Sweet. It's already getting removed out of theater, so you better do it Shit. quickly. Uh, yeah. Carrie, Let's go right now. We need to leave as soon as this podcast <laughs> finishes. No, I think it's. I think it's more sequestered to afternoon screenings now. Yeah. Oh, fuck. 
Yeah. And you're talking about Hellfest. Hellfest. CBS is fantastic yeah. for a product. God, the <laughs> Thank most. You, CBS. It's it sounds like just the fucking like a, like a local like Halloween thing. Like welcome to Hellfest. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. that's pretty much what it is in the movie. <laughs> That's so, great. So only you saw this kid. Is yeah. this like the? This is just the Goosebumps fucking horror land. But fucking... they say fuck. I think. Yes. Oh. <laughs> what if Goosebumps? If, it's, it's a bunch of horny teenagers. What if Arl Stein wasn't a coward? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm yeah. down for horny teenagers. But is this a PG-13 film? No, no it's, it's R. R. Hmm. So which I think is, is this like Friday the Thirteenth levels of horny? The remake. Ryan, you saw the oh, remake. Oh yeah. I, Man, watching the Friday the 13th remake with George and our mutual friend Greg, it just feels like watching porn with other dudes. Yeah. <laughs> there was like, a lot of fucking in that movie. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, it was like, is this like, was, we realized afterwards, like, oh, that's the unrated cut. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like, this but still, like, that's a lot of fucking. There was a lot of fucking in that movie. Uh, but anyways. Um, so, Hellfest. Hellfest. Is there anyone, like, uh, any actor of note in CBS's Hellfest? Uh, Probably not. The girl is from. Well, uh, she was not, from not a, one she, of those MTV shows. Scream. Yeah. They are a trans. They came out as trans. Oh, I think they okay. go by they now, but oh, I'm okay, not. I, I don't want to quote. Uh, I don't, know. I don't even that. know who you're talking about. Uh, I just heard someone say that. Someone they have a very, like, punky. But were they oh, not? The short hair. Short hair. Okay. Person, yeah. Uh, they play a female in this movie. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. So that's before transition. Uh, uh, well, they 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 haven't transitioned. I think I just read uh, okay. somewhere that gotcha. they came out as uh, trans. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, any director of note that they Probably. did anything like a music uh, video that Gregory was Gregory cool? Plotkin is his name. Gregory Plotkin. <laughs> that is the if name. If he is not eighty-seven, I'm gonna be very surprised. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But oh, uh, well, Ryan's looking that up. But, yeah, basically... Give me the rundown of what this movie is about while I look up some more information. Uh, so, this group of friends... Well, there's two best friends, and the one best friend doesn't come around very often, and then the other best friend is living in the house with this other friend who doesn't get along with the childhood best friend. And they all hang out, and then they're gonna go to this super exclusive horror theme park. The tickets sold out instantly, but this hot boy got them VIP passes. Mm. <clears throat> this is that. So, so they go inside and there was a news story about how uh, a, a couple weeks ago at a different haunted attraction, a girl was killed and left inside the park, but no one noticed because they mm. thought she was one of the props. Mm. And uh, so they're all talking about that, and they go into the park, and they go through this one haunted house, and they see this girl get fucking stabbed, and she, like, runs in, and this guy's, like, following her, and they're 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 being all, being all, I'm a person in a haunted house, and I'm trying to play it cool, and they're like, <laughs> she went that way, and then uh, he pulls her out and stabs her in front of him, and they're like, Wow, that looked really real. And then the, the one, the one, the one childhood friend girl is like, I don't know, guys, that seemed a little too real. And then the guy is like following her all night, and it's just the exploits of these teens going around this park trying to 
mend their friendships and uh, trying to date each other and being followed by this masked killer. Is it entertaining, Gary? It was fairly entertaining. Yeah? More entertaining than I thought it would be oh. because I was surprised. I didn't know going into it that it was rated R. So when oh. the first guy gets murdered by, like, oh, the, shit. by the killer, like slamming him with one of those big, you know, bong, ding, big hammers. Oh. <laughs> he like smacks him and his head explodes. I was like, oh! This sounds all right then, maybe. It was it was pretty fun. Like it's nothing nothing like crazy fun on the gore front. Like if you took like about five minutes out of the movie, you'd have a PG thirteen. Uh, okay. But it was it was still fun. Okay. So the director of this movie also made Paranormal Activity: The Ghost Dimension. Oh, nice. And I just like to clarify: the actor <laughs> Bex Taylor Kloss is non-binary, not trans. Oh, okay. But but they go by they them. Okay. okay. Just so just so. I well, they played to... a lady in this film. Who was referred to every as time she I've seen the film. every time I've seen uh, them because they're in Scream and they play a bi- I think apparently bisexual. Scream is still going on according Duh, to you uh, <laughs> according to apparently <laughs> they were gonna reboot the third season but they haven't they they filmed it but apparently it's just not coming out or whatever huh. I don't know mm. it's weird so you're saying it is actually I've entertaining heard, I've heard from a lot of people this movie is actually kind of good yeah it's kind of fun it's fun Mm. and the the dialogue is bad because it's very very people trying to be cool at a haunted house which is a very specific is like tone of voice that i've realized that i hate a lot and i don't know why but it's also like them like being combatively quippy with each other and it's just it's fun is it better than truth or dare yes okay that's still (laughs) you're alive that's still a highlight for me honestly (laughs) 2018 Blumhouses, Truth or Dare. It did. That's this on doesn't, Net- this There doesn't was a do... funny tweet uh, that Netflix was like, "The Shining and Truth or Dare are coming." It's like those are two very different movies <laughs> that are coming to your service. Good picks. <laughs> Good picks. But get scared. It's all yeah, weird. and the ending of this was just fucking hilarious. So I'm excited for the inevitable Hellfest two, which we'll probably be seeing here soon. Hell, fucking yeah! Based on the ending. I don't think CBS has ever made a sequel to any of their movies. Ah, damn it! So I just no, like to yeah. say, you could have if you pre-ordered this shirt, this movie on Fandango, you would get a free shirt with shipping and handling. It had their logo, very, and ugly. the logo for this movie fucking <laughs> sucks. <laughs> it's just the ty- It's just the font with like Let a bunch see. of like. Uh, let me try to get it for you. I'm looking. I'm just making sure I'm getting all this stuff right. A lot of the uh, stuff that this movie does well is playing with the the paranoia aspect of the girl being like, "No, there's a guy following me," and all the people working there being like, "No, that's just an employee. No, that's part of his job." Yeah, exactly. And the security guard being, she gets like attacked in the bathroom. And the security guard's like, no, like, there was no... I like how you're getting a lot of fucking yeah, concerts say, like, we're called Hellfest. We're getting a lot Hellfest. of, like, concerts oh, and, like... Yeah. You uh, gotta do, like, Hell Space Fest. Because Hell, is that, is that Hell Fest is, like, a rock rock. It's like Watch Dogs. Not, watch not Hell Rest. Hell Fest. Hell Rest. Aw, <laughs> oh, Hell Rest. Oh, there no. you go. It's just like that. And I'm still getting into the concert little. Well, it's fine. <laughs> it's not worth it. Well, that's a but, lot more positive than I expected, Terry. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's not, like, a good movie, but it's better than I thought it would be. Are you in some way disappointed, then? In some ways? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm always happy when I'm watching a movie that's just a complete failure. Because that's just <laughs> Which is what funny, you expected. Which is what I thought it was going to be. But, I mean, I, I was happy that it wasn't terrible. Mm. And there's some fun gore in it. 
Well, that's Hellfest. I will maybe watch it. <laughs> Here's Check a very compressed picture of that's like a, oh, the, that's much that's better. That's like the good, crew. Good shirt. <laughs> the, I looks forgot. Like, that looks like the Saw production company logo. Uh, I just love how like it has the date of the movie under it, where it's like Hellfest, September twenty eighth. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> was that something you went to on the? Was that like an event? Right, because you don't know. You know Hellfest the movie. That no, everyone... what? No, that could be any movie. Hellfest. Oh Hellfest. man, I went to Hellfest too. I saw fucking Avenged Sevenfold. Of from, like, no, 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 no. From a producer of The Walking Dead. God, that's so that's so funny. From from a producer of The Walking Dead. Like I know people make a lot of fun of that. It's some weird like B movie. It's like from the producer who saw Shrek. It's some movie, like some B, like Pixar, uh, DreamWorks knockoff. They used to do that a lot more often. And the top thing is like, from a producer who saw Shrek. That's funny. Is that a joke? It seems like a joke. It seems like a joke. I think it's like an actual thing. Mm. I'm not not certain, but I've seen that a lot on the internet for like many years. But this is like, I think this is funnier. From (laughs) one guy who worked on The Walking Dead, a show that no one likes anymore. Still checking though. Because it's, objectively bad does your family still watch it my mom does oh okay well anyways that's Hellfest well I'm glad it turned out alright I might watch it at some point then next movie Assassination Nation Uh, you guys were were down on this before we even saw it last month I thought it looked okay I I thought it it might be alright so Brian is so excited yeah so excited (laughs) Uh, so what's the setup for this movie? I've seen two trailers. One of them told me nothing. Did, I just did you not cool. see it with us? No. No. Oh, that's right. Look so, at yeah, you. I've always... I mean, uh, fuck. Uh, so uh, it's in, something about a video ascent or something. Basically, it's, uh. And it's like small town. It's in Salem. And, Salem, uh, yeah. there's these sporadic information leaks. Like it starts oh. with like a mayor or something. He gets all of his files released. Yeah. And then it just trickles down, and it ends up. It being begins. Like, it big. It becomes like waves of people. So it's like all these people got their information. Oh, it begins with like the mayor, like some photos of him, like on the internet. So it's a yeah. witch hunt to trying to figure out who is leaking all this shit. Is that what the movie's about? Kind Pretty of. Pretty much. It's yeah, mostly, for the most part. It's mostly that's witch hunt. that's part everyone, of it. Everyone. In in Salem, yeah. it's, a witch hunt. it's sort it. <laughs> it's sort of it's sort of like every like everyone's personal information is out there. So people like like you, they find something out about someone. Then like just everything turns where it's like they find out the truth about someone, and they're like, yeah. "I'm gonna fucking get you, bitch." And then it just goes full like Spring Breakers. We, what? I don't know why that's the, <laughs> that's the vibe I got from it that movie. It just goes like. Purge is honestly Full. like a pretty like accurate yeah that's thing. pretty accurate because everyone just like I was trying to think starts... of something better but like that's honestly because it's not much Heather's because it, it's not that smart Heather's. it thinks the, the trailers all say it's like Heather's meets the Purge it's pretty it, much it's not... just the Purge yeah really. it's very the Purge just when everyone is uh so paranoid about their information getting leaked and once their information does get leaked and they find out stuff everyone just goes full we have to kill everyone and everyone starts beating each other up with baseball bats. Oh, and it's like, oh. Weird. Yeah, it Sounds like an Eli Roth joint. By the Ooh, way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by the way, real quick note. I don't know. I so Maybe you can fact check. Ryan is our fact checker. You're official. Oh, That's an official job. <laughs> God, but God. someone told me that Eli Roth directed the house with the clock in its walls. <laughs> can you look that up? Because that might have been a goof, but I also believe it because nobody will give Eli Roth a job anymore. <laughs> Him and fucking Ricky Gervais hanging out, be like, "I'm a fucking triggering you, huh? I'm a fucking triggering you, man." 
Anyways, I don't think Eli Roth. Let's see. I'm I'm gonna I'm putting money on this. Let's see. Let's see. He also directed The House with the Clock on Its Walls, his first non-horror film. Holy shit! Told you, got it. Okay. How is that not in the trailers? Playing? Why would that? Why would they put that in the trailer for this kids movie? Are you fucking? Whoa! My gosh! Like, like it would make me want to see it, but me as a dad, I would be like, M Night Shyamalan in front of the fucking Avatar movie. Yeah, but then they didn't put M Night Shyamalan anywhere on After Earth. That is true. Not even now. Like now that he's back. All right, there's a 10:40 showing of the House of the Clock and its Walls tonight. Okay, that wasn't a goof. Anyways. Assassination Nation. Okay, so what is it about this? So obviously, it just seems like it's 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 star. The mink is like these four girls. Yeah, and they're like they have their group. own like little clique of like. Do they have like a like a like a cliche clique kind of thing to them, or are they just? Oh. It just like, seemed like what what old people from the trailer. It feels like what old people think millennials do all the time. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's like there's the one girl, like, the main girl, really ironic, is this, like. Is this like super, uh, like she's an artist type and she's all uh, sex positive, which is good. That's fine. Cause she, there's like a scene where the principal is like, you can't be just drawing pictures of your vagina all the time. And she's like, but I have to, it's my art. It's like, okay. But so it's her. And then uh, the two girls, the, the who other are sisters main... and never do anything. You They're sisters? Yeah. Well, not biologically but by marriage i'm pretty sure because they live in the same house with the mom they do yeah jeez brian pay the fuck attention <laughs> so there's the main artist girl the two girls who are sisters which as as evidenced here don't really have a lot to do in the movie and you don't really know much yeah. about them and then the character bex who is a trans girl and she's dealing with uh her transition and everyone uh being the, mean yeah pretty much just like some some things that come along with that and I liked her a lot. I think she was my favorite part of the movie. Mm. I thought she was. So great. is it? Is it? I mentioned Eli Roth, and you said, "Yeah, that checks out." So just is it because it seems gratuitous? Okay. And like, okay. I'm like, wow, we're we're really digging into the edge now. Mm. Sounds like Sucker Punch, but like The Purge instead. Yeah, it's very much a lot like Sucker Punch and how it sucks. <laughs> ah, I got him. Yeah, I really want to hear Brian talk about this movie because right. I, I there are parts of this movie when it goes like full insane gore that i thought were very funny and is it shot um, well it looked stylish is it not it was, it was pretty stylish yeah there was some cool stuff with that they they had like a few like interesting like t- like ways they shot like the like the one thing that kind of was into was the home invasion kind of thing how they shot mm-hmm. that with there the was like take. a long take of uh it, it was almost like a half circle around the outside of this house where the girls were up in this room and the mom was in this room and the camera was positioned outside of the house and it would like go from room to room and you would see people like come out of behind the curtains and like walk in through windows and it would just go from room to room showing the progress and they would be like texting each other and I thought that was really cool that was a cool sequence. But so yeah, I don't, I don't have any super strong feelings about this movie. I thought it was all right. There are parts of it that I thought were fun, but I think it thinks that it's saying a lot more than it is. And I think that it, uh, there's some iffy things in it. All right, Ryan, what's your issue with it? So the thing with this movie and me is like, I watch it and like this feel like it tries to be this like female 
mm-hmm. empowerment kind of like revenge thing. I'm so glad you're here this, to say it like, has this vibe <laughs> of like of like if I wrote it as like a fucking white guy, yeah, like and, Eli it, was like, and it was written yeah. and directed by a white by guy who dude. doesn't know that. So it's like so as much as I want to care about what this transgender character is talking about, like transgender rights and what this young female girl is talking about her sexuality and wanting to embrace it. It's all through this filter of this guy who thinks he's fucking woke yeah. and thinks he knows what's cool with the teens and the millennials, but he doesn't know fucking shit. And these kids just sound weird. Like, they're just trying to monologue in these weird like some Tumblr is... gif-esque uh. moments where it's like, we want people to talk about this movie, but not talk about it. Just, like, share gifs on it online. So, like, this movie, it, it really says a lot. I don't know. I've never seen it, but it's great. Because mm. it said this one thing, and out of context, that's cool. But yeah. when you put, filter that back into the film, it just is just noise that it's trying to like, create. Yeah, there's parts where it it explores uh, like trials and tribulations of being a woman, and uh, like a, like sexual assault and stuff like that. And that is an issue that they don't handle very well because they bring it up and they talk about it, but it's still the way that it's presented in the film still feels a bit exploitative. Like, Is it like fetishized a little bit? A little bit, oh, yeah. Okay. But like, but yeah, it seems like it's not pain coming from an authentic place. It just seems like Isn't it's just edgy? like we want, we want people to like look at this thing and like get their like project their own thing onto it, make it like vague enough for them to be like, oh, this. It sounds like bad happening. kids. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Ooh, exactly. It's a bad time. It's a very bad Ooh. time. Oh yikes. <laughs> um. But yeah. Okay. That checks out because that's what I. I felt like it tried to be like in with the. That's why I said. It felt like to me what adults think millennials do because yeah, it's trying it's to be really trendy. That. It's trying to be very trendy and from it's, just the trailers. It's just like when it like goes there, it just feels like nonsense because everyone's getting their shit leaked, and I don't understand why. The dark web. <laughs> it's not. It's just like they all like. Uh, I think it all goes through 4chan or some shit like that. Where does it all go to? I, it's, I, it, people will get the. On their phones, they'll be like, oh, the leak happened today. And then when they open it, it's like a zip file on yeah. their on their phones. So I don't really know. It's, it's probably so, some sort of forum or something. It's so weird. And it's like, if everyone in this town actually got hacked, that is too much fucking information for them to <laughs> all fucking filter it and target these four girls. Yeah. Because it's like, they all like target these girls because they think that they are the cause of all this. Even though like... That doesn't make any fucking sense, but like it tries to be like, oh, they're just blaming them because you know, fucking women am I fucking right? And there's well, there's the part too where that one other side character is like, once the leaks started happening, I was tracing everyone's data outputs from their houses, and this girl, hers was a lot higher than everyone else's. So they start four people live in that house. Why would they target her? Well, they don't all live to well. Because she has her two parents and her okay, brother. Okay, yeah, that's true. And it was very obvious that it was the brother from the beginning. But anyway. What do you think? But, yeah. Well, that sounds like a bad time, honestly. I absolutely hated every, <laughs> it sounds every bad. single thing about this film. Every time someone spoke, it was just nonsense. The violence was so, like... Like, people have a problem with... Uh, 
it reminds me of like the Tomb Raider argument. Like in Tomb Raider twenty thirteen, like she does her first kill and that's like a big like emotional thing. Right. Then she goes straight to killing. The same fucking thing happens here. Like the first like main girl like kills someone and then it's like this big thing. And then like the next minute, all four of them are mowing down people. Like they just don't give a shit. Mm. Especially like the two side characters. Uh, one of them was the girl from uh, the Bad Batch. I don't know what the other girl was. Oh, Cookie Waterhouse. Yeah. Uh, and like they're just like they they do nothing in the film really besides that they have the house that they all hang out at. And when shit starts going down, they just pick up guns and just start schmoing people down. Hmm. It's like whatever. And and then, like, I really hated the conclusion with the transgender girl's arc where, like, she has this moment with this guy that she almost hooked up with at a party, but that didn't work out because of those issues. And then, like, the, it's just so weird. It just doesn't feel... It, none of it feels like actual people. Like, she's fine with... They're fine with, like, everyone else dying, but this guy is like, oh, you can just go. It's fine. I'm just like, it's so weird. Like, there's no, like, logic to, like, the actions of these people. It's just like, let's kill people, but killing's bad, but... Hmm. And then, like, the police get on it, where it's like... Again, if this happened, like, so... Like, that would be so so many more repercussions from it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Where, like, but, like, it ends in a way, like, everything's fine now. We all fucking killed a lot of people, but everything's fine. Also, Joel McHale's in this movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and God, his death scene, sublime. How did he die again? I forget. Uh, when she, well, uh, I don't want to get into the whole thing, but the main girl has a thing with Joel McHale in this movie, and she goes daddy. to his house. To, yeah, she calls him daddy. It's like, oh, who in their right mind, Christ. when hiring someone to be referred to as daddy throughout the film, is like, I'll hire Joel Don't McHale. No, but uh, so she's at his house hiding out once shit is kind of hitting the fan. And uh, he starts getting creepy. So she runs into the bathroom and like slips and there's a dead body in the, in the tub. And he's like knocking on the door and he's like, uh, I know it looked, I didn't kill her. I didn't do it. But so then she's hiding in the bathroom and she takes a bar of soap and uh, takes a bunch of his loose razor blades and puts it on, puts the blades no, facing no, out no, on the bar of soap. And then when he walks in, she slices his throat and he like falls on top of her and like blood was going all over her face. Very reminiscent of that scene from Mandy where Nicolas Cage does the oh, same yeah. thing. That was much, around. that was much better. You reminded <laughs> me of another scene in this movie that I really just hate. Um, since social media and like texting is like so important for like the teen like kind of culture, I hate how this film interprets texting, like how it reads that information to you. It's just like in Personal Shopper, you just see the phone. In other movies, oh, it like when the texts show up on when, the screen. In other movies, the text shows up as like a text message would look like. In this movie, it's just text on the screen. It's like, but it's also like in the middle of the screen, so it's like that's daddy. What you doing, baby girl? Like in the middle of the screen, <laughs> in this ugly yellow font that like is. Well, like, yellow doesn't work because it, like, doesn't mix well with the backgrounds most of the time. So it just, like, it kind of is, like, hard to read sometimes. Mm. It's just, like, why wouldn't the, Like, this is a teen movie. Just make it look like a text message. Or just show me the fucking cell phone. Why does it look in this fucking weird, like, aerial font in the middle of the thing? Do I have to, it's like, Daddy! Okay, thank you. I get it. She's weird. I should... Uh, and again, like, another thing, like, with her, the main character's arc with me is 
the movie keeps trying to like make you like feel bad for her, but she does so much bad shit, and she just like thinks like I'm a kid, bah! like you're you're still an asshole. Like you yeah. should like you're you're still putting yourselves in these situations where you're being you you have the option to not be a dick, and she's just being a dick the whole time. Like the scene where her parents kick her out, that's very like, that's very harsh, but like. I don't get why they would do that. Because, hmm. like, if if I had a daughter and I found that out, I would be mad at the adult. Yeah. Not my daughter. Yeah. I wouldn't kick my daughter. I would go over to Joel McHale's house and break his fucking teeth for <laughs> fucking sending Fuck pictures you. of his dick to my daughter. For having a... Yeah, for also just, being yeah. Joel McHale. <laughs> I'm back for round two, bitch. <laughs> just the and, whole... Cut, and know. then, like, it tries to make... And then... They just vanish again, and then at the end of the movie, it's like, well, our son did it. For the lols. For the lols. Oh, my God. Our friend Alex, like, made a joke, like, he's going to say full of lols. Greg funny. did the same thing. I know. But, like, the thing is, I 100% knew he was going to say that. Like, when they cut to him, I was like, he's going to say it's for the lols, because of course he fucking would. This is the laziest fucking writing I've ever experienced so why would it go out there and have like a reasoning for it or even a phrase that's kind of like interesting no for the lol it's like i'm watching fucking smiley again remember Uh, smiley carrie i'm gonna end the conversation there i could talk about this movie for hours you still have to talk about venom but any i'm gonna get (laughs) i'm just gonna play kamikaze by eminem um I, man, the the idea of Joe McHale in a dominant sexual relationship is just very upsetting. Just, it's yeah. just, it's just not. If you great. watch the movie again and you figure, like, you don't find out that he's did the daddy that she's texting until later in the movie. And so if you go back and look at those texts again, it's like, Joe McHale's saying this. <laughs> also, that girl was dating Bill Skarsgård and she was like, no, nah, I'm going to cheat on him with Joel yeah. fucking McHale. What? Like, Bill Skarsgård was a fucking dick in this movie, but still. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Anyways, Ryan, I'm going to be real for you here. Okay. Venom is probably the most forgettable movie of 2018. And so... Yeah, probably. I'm sure you you have a lot of things to say about Venom. So this is... is But also, I don't care about Venom. This is a movie from October... Yes. I just wanted to get it out of the way with because I will forget. Sony Pictures, Avi Arad... Um, uh, the director of Zombieland. Oh, oh yeah. that makes sense. What, yeah. what you told me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's the Venom. It. So Venom. Origin it, story. Venom and an origin story, but like reworked to not include the central character of which his origin story was about. That's like if you were telling the story of like my upbringing, but we're like, he didn't have parents. He just kind of came out of nowhere and was 18. <laughs> You know, miter sand, miter sand, yeah. So I always thought that Venom was the guy that Tobey Maguire turns into in the third Spider-Man movie. So, so how? So please tell me why I am wrong. So, so how the it plays out regularly is Spider-Man. He shoots webs from his like web slinging like veins and stuff in. He gets this alien like symbiote on him and he gets this new suit that allows him to, at first allows him to become stronger and he can like kind of manage his life better. But then he kind of, because this alien is like messing with him internally, it doesn't like, 
speak to him literally like it does in the Venom movie, which I hate. And I overheard someone at work today be like, the best parts of Venom, the movie, is when he was talking with the alien. I mean, he talks to him in the comics. It, I, I, it's not like a neutral relationship. No. It's not like, it's clearly, but it's just like, we are Venom. Yeah, it's that. But in, in regular, like, Spider-Man, like, he gets this suit on him, and then he, like, realizes that it's driving him, like, insane slowly, and it's, like, becoming, like, a dick. And he's like, I don't want this. And so, like, he takes it off, and it eventually finds a way to Eddie Brock, Brock. who is a reporter oh, and works time. with Peter. And okay. he also hates Peter, and Venom, the symbiote, uh, gets on Eddie right. Brock. And they're like, I hate Peter Parker, you hate Peter, Spider-Man. Yeah. Let's fucking kill this Together guy. we are Venom. I see. And the way Venom looks and his powers are all because he got on Spider-Man and got those powers. I see. So the, yeah. you were thinking of symbiote Spider-Man. I see. Symbiote yes. Spider-Man. So in this, I apologize. So in this movie, <laughs> it begins with a uh, rocket, uh, rocket ship coming back to Earth. Uh, they were on an expose yeah, that, mission. That checks out. Uh, and they're like, we better have this asteroid that has life forms on it. Whoa. And then... They've this experimental. Go <laughs> on. Uh, there. Uh, God. Uh. All right. Get on, Mr. Film. All right. All right, so spaceship. Spaceship. The aliens on there. The aliens on there. on there. This organization called Life is like. Which like is this organization like we can cure cancer with this, but also we want to kill people with this venom suit. Classic. And they have these four symbiotes. Two of them just fucking die. Doesn't matter. One of them. Wait gets, a minute. One of them gets. Ryan, fucking... are they? Are they? I don't like where it's going. Are they teasing like a, a carnage thing? With where are you going? Wait ah, <laughs> there, baby boy, no. baby. Uh, so event. So it ends up with. Uh, the main villain gets uh, symbiote. He becomes Riot, and then the one Eddie Brock. He's a pro in this organization. And before the symbiote stuff happens, they're known for a lot of bad experiments that just end up using mostly homeless people as guinea cheap guinea pigs. That checks out. Twenty eighteen. And then he he only finds out because he hacks his like fiance's computer. She's a lawyer who works for them, and he's like, "They're doing bad stuff. I'm going to get him." Then he goes over. There's like, "Get fucking out of here! You don't. We don't owe you anything." He's like, "Bragaya." And then his fiance Michelle Williams, who oh she's back again. <laughs> she's back again. And... Is she sad in this movie? No. Oh what? She just like it really feels. It's this is the first time I've ever seen Michelle Williams in a movie where I was like, she just wanted the money, didn't she? <laughs> Which is crazy, but also like I get it. We all want that Venom money. Mm. And so like several months later, uh, he gets told by Jenny Slate of all people oh, that like, oh, we're they're doing some bad stuff over there. Like, I don't fucking, I don't care. I don't care. They ruined my life. I'm not going back there. And then he walks to Michelle Williams' house, uh-huh. and she's like, I have a boyfriend. I was like, I care about. Uh, what that organization is doing, I'm gonna go now. Okay, bye. <laughs> and then he goes, he breaks in, and the Venom symbiote gets on him, and he he gets all his new powers. Okay. And it fucking sucks, man. And what's but weird... it looked so good. No, the weird thing with this is, like, the critical consult consensus is, like, very bad. Feels like an old, like, late 90s, early 2000s movie, but, like, I see a lot of people, I'm like, fuck the critics. This is a fun movie. But, like, but there's not as many as there usually is, I feel. I've heard, I've heard way too nah, much. Really? Maybe it's just Maybe they just who... like the song Venom. I don't think anyone does. Well, I don't know. Don Joe like Kamikaze. I don't know. 
I don't know what that means. That's the album that the song is from. Oh. Duh! Album. Okay. So the one where he continues to use what, the F word to what? describe people who are gay. Oh, Oops. yeah. That, uh, <laughs> that F word. Uh-oh. <laughs> Classic uh. Eminem. That crazy guy. So my issue with, like, the characterization of Venom is, right. first off, uh, Eddie Brock, well, Tom, Tom Hardy, for one, I keep forgetting he's English. Cause yeah. He's, I'm so used to him being in movies where he doesn't talk, and what he does, yeah. it's like he's filtered just a tough through. Guy. It, it's filtered through like some sort of like yeah. female character. Or he's Mad Max. And he <laughs> says he says like three things, yeah. but he speaks a lot in this movie, and his American accent is absolutely terrible. Oh boy! It's just like <laughs> oh, I feel so good, man. What are we doing? Oh, it's Venom. Oh, crazy man. <laughs> now I have to and see. And Venom gets on him, and he just talks to him like Eddie. Let's do this, Eddie. And that's Venom. Come on, Eddie. And like he like comes out and was like, we can do it, brother. Let's that go. That checks out. This all checks, this all checks out. This all checks out. And so he just much. is like this weird tweaker, like, I'm going crazy. I gotta eat a bunch of lobsters. <laughs> and it's just weird. And So the thing is, like, Ryan, do you this think maybe hilarious. do you think maybe the thing is, because you're describing it, maybe Venom the character just fucking sucks. But the story of the symbiote and Spider-Man and Venom. That's a good story. Yes, exactly. Okay. If you take out a piece of any story yeah. on its own, it sucks. Mm-hmm. If you if you took out the part of Willy Wonka where he was just you know fucking homeless, basically, as everyone had uh, polio, <laughs> and that was it. You <laughs> suck. It just be weird and sad. It's good, good because of the other good stuff. Movie. <laughs> but my main issue with Venom is nothing there's no like objective throughout the first like hour and a half like he gets the symbiote and he's just being chased by the life foundation because they want the symbiote back and he's just killing people in like broad daylight in front of police officers (laughs) just like ripping people's heads off but you don't see it because it's pg-13 but but venom is like i love eating heads eddie i love eating the pancreases eddie and he's like come on man just like calm down just one second man come on Sounds and amazing. it's not until the so is Eddie like played as a good ki- as a Eddie. good person? He's played off. They say it a lot. He's just a loser. Oh. He's just this guy who like because he originally like has this monologue and it was like I was in New York but like it didn't go well for me so I came to LA and like I married Michelle Williams but then she dumped me because I stole her emails and got her fired. Mm. I just I'm just a loser. You know what I'm saying? And it keeps like this this guy who like. Could could make those decisions to be good, but just like life shits on him. That's how the movie paints him. And towards the end, you find out that the head of the Life Foundation has this other symbiote on him. Is like, first off, there's a scenario where Venom gets off of him, and he's like, "You were killing me from the outside. The doctors told you we were the MRI." First off, as someone who's worked in the hospital four and a half years, this movie has no fucking idea how an MRI machine works. There are so many electronics and metal devices in that MRI room. They walk in with a bunch of weapons and shit. Just does not work no, out. Not, huh? It's just weird. All it's right. just weird. Anyway, so it gets off him and he like starts running uh, in in the woods of all places and he gets hunted down by the life people and they're like, We're gonna kill you, Eddie. And he's like, I don't have the suit. Well, we're still gonna kill you. And then the venom suit got on Michelle Williams, became she venom. Remember she venom? Oh, 
No, I don't remember. In the comic, she Venom was just Venom, but it was just big boobs. <laughs> I was gonna say. Was this like boobs? the Was this the nineties? This was the nineties. Oh man! Oh, Shout out to the nineties. And she Venom in this movie looks exactly like she Venom from the comics, and not in a good way. In a very like. This is very sexualized. She's got the for, big boobs. She's got a big boobs and a yeah, big old to the nineties. Nice. And then and then it has that weird moment where she Venom, which is Michelle Williams with Venom, like kills the bad guys and he's and then she Venom kisses Tom Hardy and Venom moves from her to Tom Hardy and he's like we're back, baby that boy. Sounds Wait, awesome. that's the scene. That's the scene. People's made it sound a lot more like not that. They did, yeah, but it's still... They made it sound more, less heterosexual. Uh, it's still very weird. And there's a part in the end where she's where they're talking about it. It's like, that was mostly your friend doing that. It's like, okay, okay whatever. That's weird. But it, it's because it's just this black like monster with tits just kissing Tom Hardy. So it still is weird. Nice. And then it moves from a black monster with tits to a black monster with biceps kissing a woman. <laughs> it's just weird and then after that happens Venom tells Tom Hardy he's like oh Eddie uh, the riot it's going to the riot he's gonna get his spaceship he's gonna go to the space he's gonna bring a bunch more symbiotes to go take over the planet Eddie and he's like but wait wouldn't, wouldn't you want that to happen he's like no Eddie I like it here just you and me you see on my planet I'm a bit of a loser like you Eddie <laughs> so I don't want them to be down here let's take them out he's like alright and that's it is, is she called Anne in this yeah okay so that's the name of the character yeah. in the there's a scene where Venom <laughs> tells Eddie that he's a loser on his planet and that's why he's gonna stop I just love the, the way that the word the name Eddie sounds in that Eddie, Eddie. <laughs> apparently she was in an Ult- Spider-Man Unlimited <laughs> Probably. Uh, so he takes that fucking riot and like they're they're like we're gonna be bad. we're gonna stop the bad guys, but like we're we will kill them because like we're cool, and uh, the carnage stuff. That's the end credit sequence. Now I'm gonna spoil this for people because it's fucking stupid. Uh, it's one of those end credit scenes where like it goes on for way too fucking long. I heard and you're that like, it was really long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He goes to like a prison and he like I'm gonna interview this guy. Cletus Cassidy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and he, like, walks forward, and, like, he sees, like, he's just, like, drawing stuff in blood, and he's like, I'm fucking crazy <laughs> when I get out of here. And then, like, it, he, like, leans forward out of the shadows, and it's fucking Woody Harrelson in a fucking... Oh, my God. Vish, he's Cletus Like, genuine, genuinely the worst wig I've ever seen. It looks like a mix between Annie and Wendy from Wendy's. Just put on his head. <laughs> And he's like, there's going to be carnage when I get out of here, Eddie. But like, he doesn't have the thing on him. Why but he says say it that? that anyway? Yeah. <laughs> but he said, but... it's in his brain? No, it's not. Because how carnage is formed is like, the symbiotes are like these asexual like alien things. And they just like kind of spawn off. Mm-hmm. And in the comment, comics, they're like cellmates, basically. If I remember this correctly. Oh. And Venom goes back to Eddie. And he has leaves Eddie. by this, this asexual... Uh, symbiote neck it's declares cassidy who's this like yeah. psychopathic redneck hillbilly serial killer with a blood fetish which you get woody harrelson for. Woody Harrelson, that and makes, like that that makes sense he has like it gets into his blood so he comes this like blood red disgusting carnage of right, venom right, 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 right. who's just like venom except he just kills even more or whatever it's just fucking sucks the best part of this movie is the late after credit scene is just a scene from into the spider-verse and it's awesome. Ooh. Yeah, it's super dope. 
Nice. It's when he first meets Peter Parker. Nicolas Cage is in that movie. Yes, he <gasps> plays Spider-Man Noir. He plays Spider-Man Noir. I don't the know what that means. 1930s Spider-Man. He just Spider-Man. punches people. And he's like, he just sneaks up on people. He's yeah. like a, he's like a spider. Like oh, what? Like if it was like, oh, if they made Spider-Man back when they made Superman, where he's just like, yeah. oh, he's like stealthy, like a spider. Yeah. And it's all like, yeah. Um, Anyways, Venom sucks, and no one can tell me. Now otherwise. I'm just looking at the art of Chuck Pyers, who's one of the artists for She Venom, and yeah, this all checks out. How it's just horny. Do you think all the uh, all those artists who drew shit in the '90s just probably have Patreon now? They, those same artists w- are the people who would have Patreons now. I don't. I think they got too much money because the '90s, like, the ones who were smart about it, they made a lot of money back then, and they are probably like. Which blade is which blade still a thing? Do you remember Witchblade? Mm, it sounds so funny. That was a comic book by Top Cow. It's a lady with big boobs. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's September and one movie from October. Thank you for reminding me about She Venom. I completely forgot. It sucks. Ex- it's just Venom's yeah. tits. Thank you for Eminem for that wonderful song about <laughs> it, the Venom. The song plays uh, in the credit scenes, and it just sounds... It's worded, it's worded as if Venom is singing the song. And it's just, it's so weird. I'm gonna get him. My name's Venom. I'm gonna fuck him up. That's it. That's pretty the song. It's pretty good. My name's Eddie. <laughs> My name's Eddie. Did you ever play the Spider-Man video game in, uh, that was made by Activision? Uh, the one that was for 64, PlayStation, and uh, PC. Because that one had a weird symbiote at the end of it where it was Doc Ock and the symbiote combined. Oh, that sounds dope. That was cool. That sounds super Anyways, dope. I've not played that, no. That's Venom. I, yep. That's a movie that happened. I'm excited for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Same here. So, Carrie, you have seen some stuff in October, but we're going to save that for the next episode. Maybe give me the chance to catch up. A Star is Born and Bad Times at the El Royale. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing Star is Born Mm -hmm. tomorrow. I'm very excited. I forgot Dakota Johnson was in Bad Times at El Royale, and I'm excited Mm -hmm. all over again. And she's in another thing that I'm excited about. Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. First Man. What's First Man? It's uh, the new Damien Chazelle movie, the guy who did Whiplash and La La Land. But oh, you're right. Yes, his, the space uh, movie. His uh, Neil, Neil Armstrong, Armstrong right. movie. Doc okay. movie with Claire Foy. Yeah. Back at it again. She got out of the insane asylum. And now it's the past. <laughs> oh, wait. I guess, Uh-oh. <laughs> I guess we should probably say what A Star is Born is. So this is like the third or fourth remake the, of this it's movie? It's the third. Well, it's the third remake, I guess. It's the fourth, fourth movie. movie. Okay. There was one in the 30s who I do not remember who was in it. One in the fifties with Judy Garland, one oh, in the seventies okay. with Barbara Streisand, and now in the Today Times with Lady Gaga. The only choice. Oh, of I enjoy Lady the only thing I use and I want to see this movie because I, I love Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I know apart from that is that fucking dumb trailer that's on Instagram that uh that became a meme. I, I, the one where I'm not the on one Instagram, where, so I don't know. Okay, well it's the one where Bradley Cooper's in a truck and he's like, oh. Hey Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Hey, I just want to look at you because uh, bu- 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 fuck. One of my one of my favorite comedians did a whole fucking. <laughs> he like just watched that clip and he's like, <laughs> he just played it over and over again. It's like, hey, uh, I like your butt. <laughs> he just did it over and over but yeah, again. that's how that became a meme because the trailer on Instagram is just that clip. So that's, bad. that's really funny. Um, no, yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. Hey. Anyways, that's a star is born. 
Actually, Bad times with the El Royale. Didn't we talk about? I feel like we talked about that at some point in this podcast. Uh, Drew Goddard. You, because at the, the beginning of like last episode or the episode before, you asked what we were excited for. Oh right, yep, that is right. I said Bad times with the El Royale. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I, I'm gonna say this again, even though I've said this about movies before. It's pretty, pretty clue-like and a little hateful eight-like, which makes me like it a lot. One of my is it Hateful Eight, like, and they keep saying the N-word all over the time? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is, uh, that I is... am not interested. <laughs> Dakota Johnson I mean, just dropping a, the N-bomb. It's it's a bit of a racist movie uh, okay. in some parts, just because of the time that it takes place. Just Quentin Tarantino <laughs> busting out there. Well, what the hell? <laughs> but, yeah. I'm a director, so I can say this, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, everyone loves me. <laughs> Anyways, Goosebumps. Haunted Halloween. I feel like the lead up to this was maybe it's because it's the sequel. It's not like oh they're making a Goosebumps movie, so that wasn't. I as don't big. understand what this one's about. Yeah, I also feel like they just blew, more I, the same. I didn't look at any that, material. That's I the didn't thing. even know what was coming. I out. feel like they blew their load with the first one. Yeah, because they did like everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and this one doesn't even have like Jack Black in it. It doesn't. No, you I sure don't about think, that? I'm pretty sure not. I thought I saw a trailer. Maybe they used old footage from. The I last think you movie. saw a trailer from the House of the Clock and its Walls. <laughs> it might be. I Eli Roth's Clock. Jesus one. fuck, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I I have no idea what this movie's about. Yeah, me either. Remember, remember in the first one when that girl was a ghost the whole time. Remember had that kid from Don't Breathe. Oh, yeah. yeah, baby face who wouldn't fucking die. <laughs> How? I remember Goosebumps being okay, right? It was fine. Yeah, I think it was okay. I mean, I oh, Jack know. Black is back. Now. Told you. I've not seen him in any of the trailers. Just, it's just new people. Jack's back, baby. baby. Chris Parnell. Who? He's a very funny guy. Ken How, jo- Ken... How funny can he be? Ken John. I was thinking about Ken John earlier today. Chris Parnell, you've definitely seen him before. Ken John showed up in an episode of is Raw. That... That's uh, why I was thinking about him. He he's in a lot of little things. He's very he does a lot of voiceover stuff too. He's very funny. He has a voice you'd recognize. He's in Rick and Morty recently. Oh boy! Ah, oh, great! <laughs> I love uh, Rick Logic. Morty. Yeah, I'm not smart enough to watch that show. No, well, I'm glad you realized that, Carrie. <laughs> Ryan's a real. It p- says. Okay, he Jack Black isn't it? Okay, it was <laughs> like how you didn't believe it still. <laughs> All right. Why would Jack Black be in this? I movie? like I like how our our show notes is showing like Goosebumps haunted. The next line Halloween. Next line Halloween. <laughs> Halloween 2018. They it's remade back. it again, baby. Not really. All right, this is a sequel. This is a sequel to the original with all the other nah, movies. Is this a, a sequel to H two O? No, just the original. They cut oh, everything they cut off out. Because okay. H2O was originally this idea. Oh. But they're cutting that too. Okay. <laughs> they're doing it again. Including Halloween 3. Off. It's not canon anymore. Well, that sucks. That's I know. I mean, would it make any sense anyways? <laughs> eh, anyways. Halloween... So, wait, 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 so, so, so you're telling me this isn't a sequel? The 2 doesn't exist? 2 doesn't exist. What? Just the, the first one. This what? is bullshit. 2 is like a... I don't remember two at all. Two is like direct sequel, like continue the From story. what they have said, this is it's just the first one and then this one. Well, they're cowards, that's what I gotta say. <laughs> Probably. Anyways, Jamie the Curtis is back. As someone who has recently rewatched the original Halloween, I am movie. actually excited for this movie. Let me tell you what, those remasters of those of that movie do wonders for it. Because I saw original footage, it looks like they just shot on a handy cam. It looks fucking They probably did. I mean they probably did, <laughs> but I'm just saying it looks a lot better now when it's been remastered so many times. Um, in concept, I like. Listen, 
That music is very good. It is very it's good. It's very good music. Awesome. If you just have some leaves in the wind and some like person walking down the street, that's good enough for me. I'm just worried <laughs> just because in the original Halloween, and like I didn't really like notice this until I rewatched like it has those jump scary moments, but it doesn't have that sound. And it works very well. Like someone will just tap a shoulder and they'll like freak out and like, oh, it's just you. Yeah. Like that false jump scare, but it works well just because it doesn't have like Brr! And like the from the trailer. From the trailers, it seemed like they're gonna do that, and like yeah, I feel like that's gonna like. The trailers lot. don't have make me really positive. Like there's that scene know. where he goes to see Michael Myers and like on a fucking chessboard. Chessboard outside. Like, and I was like, all right, this fucking oh, dweeby weird. looking motherfucker. <laughs> from from early showings, it's been rather positive though. So like I'm interested. I'm sure it's fine. I just don't. Yeah. There's that part where he drops all the teeth on the floor in the bathroom, and that's just icky. And also, I don't like the Rob that's Z- just unsane. I, like, I don't like the Rob Zombie Halloween. Anyways, I don't. I I've never seen, seen them. them. And even though, like, the thing with the Rob Zombie Halloween, like, he's it's only really it should be called Rob Zombie's Halloween the first thirty minutes, and then the rest he just shot for shot remade the last movie because it's just like the or because that one's just like the origins of like that's what he was him. interested in. He's like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna expand on that, and, and he's that, like, that is interesting. Here's I my just... wife. Look at her tits because that's nice. Rob Zombie's really big into showing his wife's tits. God, I would be the exact same one. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the nineties. Remember the <laughs> the nineties. Remember the nineties. I remember the mid nineties. That's when we were. Born. I have no enthusiasm. It, it was exactly when we were born. So <laughs> I remember shit in a diaper. I remember Pokemon just got on the air, and I was like, "That was stupid." <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> anyway, I didn't know you were a nerd in the mid nineties. So right? this I mi- was a fucking child. <laughs> nerd. So this is a movie directed by Jonah Hill, correct? Yep. Yep. Uh, about writer a, director. A writer and director. Yep. Uh, about a child who likes skateboarding and gets into a skateboarding group, uh, and that's all I know about it. Yep. And it's, there's I just know, a lot. I know about it too. What if Ladybird fucking <laughs> skates? What if Ladybird was about a dude and he was like this skateboard and he was a coming of age Birdie tale? Boy. <laughs> Birdie boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just don't have any nostalgia for the '90s, so I have nothing for this. I I do have '90s kind of. Like I don't like the music, but I have no like. I like the hip hop. I don't like uh, skateboarding. Like I never got into it. The only reason I'm interested in this movie is because the main kid is also the son from To Kill the Killing of a Sacred Deer, and I'm excited to see him act like a human person. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, that's a thing. A lot yeah. of folks are looking forward to that. But, yeah. I don't know. It might be. I'm sure it's fine. It's just like not my thing. I, I mean, think Jonah Hill could knock something out. He's been he's been very good recently. Maniac, a television show you can watch on Netflix. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know if it's really selling this message that great of Uh-oh. mental Uh-oh. Oh, illness. Dear. Anyways, <laughs> this next movie. Speaking of mental illness, I'm excited. Speaking of Dakota Johnson. I have tempered my expectations because I feel like that's the thing I should do. Normally, when I temper my expectations, I'm surprised. But this is the Suspiria remake made by Luca Guadagnino. Something like that. The director of Call, Call Me, Me By, by Your Name, name. Uh, starring Dakota Johnson. Uh, yeah. Mia remake Gosh. of Mia Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Chloe Grace Moretz. Ooh. Remake of uh, Dario Argento's uh, horror film. Um, which I haven't seen yet. It's so good. Which I want to. It is to. very good. Listen, I, Suspiria looks fantastic, but I guess I'm, I'm tempering temper my expectations. So. That's fine. That's fine. Ori- well, you, you don't have to temper your expectations for the original. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, I want to try and... They're showing it on Alamo. I want to try and get out there. That'd be fun. Um, so, yeah. I really hope it delivers. 
Um, I guess now going back, it's not a lot of horror stuff, huh? Nah. I guess Halloween. Not really. You got there's Halloween a lot of like, remake. There's a lot of like horror TV shows dropped. Yeah. Like Haunted Hill, Sabrina. Uh, Charmed. Yeah. Castlevania season two. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I haven't seen the first season. I haven't either. I've heard it's good. I'm, but I'm worried care. about Suspiria because I've seen people comparing it to Mother, and I'm like, I don't oh, want that. No. I'm still like, every time I'd be like, oh man, people like that movie a yeah. lot. I rewatched it recently. How was that? <sighs> Bad still? <laughs> still annoying, yeah. Is it, was it less annoying that you were in your comfort of your home and you could like yeah. walk around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have to really fully pay attention. Oh, man. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyways, that's an episode. <laughs> that's the episode for September. Uh, we got some stuff in October. The Carrie already saw it, and I'll try Woo-hoo. and watch. Actually, what are you most looking forward to? George? I guess Suspiria, but uh, I, I want to see the new Goosebumps movie, but I don't know. It just feels like it's coming Do out. Do you think we're going to get Suspiria this month? Uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's already... there's like there's it's the finale of Alamo's uh Al- Halloween Alamo. thing. Yeah. They're doing like a special victory screening of it. Ooh, we should but go to that. It's, it's probably, probably already sold, sold out. out. Well, fuck. But, but I'm but sure it's coming. Those are like those are like usually the day before. Yeah. So it, it'll probably come out in November. Yeah. So it will probably and we're always it. late, so we'll probably watch yeah. it by then. It'll yeah. be fun. It'll be fun. We're gonna get it. It's gonna be. So, it's gonna be great. real quick, the things I wanted to say before we wrapped up. I saw Annihilation again. I think it's yeah, yeah. very good. I still don't feel passionate about it, but I recognize it as pretty fucking phenomenal. Um, I saw Ocean's 8. Uh, it's fun. It doesn't work. Like, in terms of, like, if you, like, it, it, as a heist movie, like, it's not very smart. Uh-huh. Like, it, it's just, like, it's just cool. Uh, they got It's got some cool ladies in it. They're cool. They're just being cool. Like, it's just, it's just them flexing, pretty much. The I whole... would watch that movie just for Anne Hathaway. I feel like I have been like I feel the same way. I've been inf- I feel like I've been influenced because I've always thought Anne Hathaway is pretty cool. But now after that fucking Ellen interview, I think man, fucking Anne Hathaway is like the coolest fucking no, lady yeah, on the planet. People, people, have, I've been here for years, and now everyone. <laughs> All these fucking <laughs> fake fucking Anne Hathaway fans. Out here. Now that Rihanna likes Anne Hathaway, now it's cool to like Anne Hathaway again. What? Yeah, Rihanna underused in that movie. She's not great. Oh enough. really? She doesn't do much in that movie, but everyone else is great. She's a busy woman. That's fine. <laughs> Pro- I don't know. I, don't, uh, I, I forget the actress because uh, whoever played the lead prosecutor in OJ, the People versus OJ, uh, she's in this and she's fantastic. Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. Yes. Oh. She's great. She's great. Um, she's anyways, another cult movie. We're talking about cult movies. Yeah, she's got that look. Anyways. <laughs> That's all. That's an episode. Ryan, where can people find you to tell them how, to, so they could share their thoughts on Venom or like their Venom AMVs? If it's you, not about Venom, but like they use the song Venom. If like you, if you log on to the World Wide Web and type in HTTP colon slash slash Twitter. Not S, though. It's not secure. Twitter. It's not secure when I miss the internet. <laughs> FBI, come at me. I am eating, I'm eating food in front of my computer a lot, and you will see that. Uh, at frying pans on Twitter or you know just like come to my house. <laughs> come hang out. Yeah, yeah, we could, we could, you could get a beer. I'll be like, hey, out with you. We talk, you know, just like hang out. You know. Carrie, where can people find you? <laughs> people can find me at Ryan's apartment drinking beer. No, uh, you can find me at Twitter at k a r underscore e lyles l y l e s. And I'm George. You can find me at jcruzalvarez26. If you could rate and review this show on iTunes, it would help us out a lot to maybe someday go in the Discover tab, but probably not. But I still appreciate it. 
That's an episode of Movies Are Real. Until next time, we will see you in October. And I forgot how to end the show, so see you then! <laughs> get em, get em. Get em.